On the 28th of November 1979, an Air New Zealand sightseeing flight TE-901 crashed into the side of Mount Erebus in Antarctica. All 257 passengers and crew on board were instantly killed. At the time here in New Zealand, it seemed like everyone knew someone connected to the tragedy. I knew someone too. Over the years, we've heard a lot of stories about Erebus, the cover-up, the court case, the controversy. But here's some stories you might not know. Hi, I'm Lizzie Oakes, and when I was 10, I lost my nan, Muriel Florence Rose Harrison, to Erebus. 40 years later, I'm a broadcaster, and on this podcast, Erebus Engraved on Our Hearts, I'm speaking with others whose lives have been impacted by the disaster. Episode 8, X Erebus. Miriam Clancy is a Kiwi singer-songwriter based in New York. She lost her auntie Marie, who was on board as a flight attendant. Miriam speaks of the wider implications her aunt's death had on her family and shares her song, Ex Erebus. Well, kia ora and welcome, Miriam. Fresh off the plane from New York and you came Mm -hmm. straight to me. I'm blown away. So you and I, we met. Uh-huh. We've only met once before. Yeah. I think we've emailed each other quite a bit. So yes. and we seem to know yes. quite a few people in common. Yes, as, we in, do. as is the case in Auckland, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, so we met a year ago, didn't we? Very yes. briefly at the 39th anniversary. Yes, tense event. Yes, and I have yes. a, a memory of you being in a polka dot dress. <gasps> Great. Yeah. Well done. I was. That was you. That was me. Yeah. Looking slightly bewildered. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what I was getting myself in for actually with that event. It was good. So you you lost your lovely auntie. Tell us. I did. Well, uh, full disclaimer, I didn't actually know her very well because I was young and um, I do have, I, I have good memories of her looking after me and I do know that she was a lovely, kind, funny, reliable person and she was quite glamorous, I mm. think as is the whole stewardess life. Tell me her full name, because it's a lovely name. Marie-Therese Clancy Wolford. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, apparently she became a baroness after she married her husband, Roloff Wolford. They came um, over from Denmark. He was um, apparently royalty, anyhow. So, yeah, they were quite a glamorous couple. And I do remember Shagpile Carpet. And that that was actually a big deal back in the 70s, wasn't it? It was probably really spendy. Like, yeah, they would definitely had that kind of like 70s glamour vibe, you know, as a kid who's like really into aesthetics. I've always been that way. I just remember little details like that and how wonderful she was. So you might not know this because you've only just flown into New Zealand, but Uh over the last few weeks, the New Zealand Herald has been writing a lot about Erebus and I think they must have contacted you. They contacted me and you had the opportunity to write something about your loved one. Yeah. So they chose certain ones to be published. And uh-huh. in, the, in the Herald was the piece that I wrote about my nan, but there was also the piece that you wrote about your auntie. Oh, look at that. And she looked. That's good. She looked really glamorous from that yeah. photo. A beautiful lady. Yeah. Very striking lady. I mean, it's kind of funny to say that, but <laughs> because I was always told that, oh, gosh, she looks so much like your Auntie Mari, you know, and I was like, oh, I don't even know what she looks like because no one's got any photos. And then when I did see a photo of her, I was like, oh, my goodness, it's actually true. I do look like her. Um, and, yeah, she she definitely had, like, the fashion of the, of the year going on. She was really, she had it going on. She was cool. 
And so she was in her late 20s. She was 28, 28, I do believe. Mm. So Um, you were pretty young when she passed away. Yeah, I was. I might have been um, five. Okay. Yeah. I think I might have been four. I do, yeah. I oh yeah. I did. I did like her. Um, unfortunately, my mum and dad had divorced at the time. It was really. It was quite a bad divorce as well. So there was a lot of animosity between families. So there was that division of like I didn't get to see her as much as I would have had they not. You know, had they still been together. So she would occasionally drop in and see us, and so I'd have these fleeting memories. But then I do remember vividly, I wondered why I had always come to love this song called, called Romanza and it was a guitar piece that my my dad and his brother, Kevin Clancy, would play. And it always stuck with me as this, this very melancholic song. And it turns out I was at her funeral and they played that. Wow. Um, so they stood up, her two brothers stood up who were well-known guitarists, you know, my dad and, and his brother, Kevin, and played that song. And it just stayed with me in my memory, this like, this poignant song of great sorrow, you know, it's just, you know, things stay with you. So that was one of those. Mm. Mm. So as a five-year-old, do you remember back then, like anything about the impact on your family or how you heard of of the accident? I just remember my my mum's mum just rushing to turn the TV off when I walked in the room. Um, The shock of, you know, seeing footage on the TV. Um, And... Of course, we went to the funeral. Um, we weren't really uh, around a lot of family at the time, but I do, you know, my um, my uncle, Roloff, Mari's husband, he actually killed himself five months later. So the impact that it had on him was so, so tragic and so devastating that he, you know, he just couldn't take it anymore and he had fallen out with the Clancy's. The Clancy's just went quiet and it was just... It, it kind of destroyed everybody, uh, you know, and I and I think it might have, like, set off a bit of mental illness as well that might have just been a bit dormant, and it made everything just so much worse. So there was a lot of division and heartache, just, you know, broken hearts, you know, and my grandparents, they died, like, two years later. I'm sure the grief attributed to their, you know, early demise, mm. <laughs> as it does, you know. Mm. So uh, it really lasting impact is massive, you know. Uh, you know, we didn't just lose my aunt; we lost a whole a whole team of people, um, connections and mental health, you know. And yeah, it's, it is really tragic. Check. Is it something over the years? Um, obviously, you know that was really that is devastating for your family. Mm. Do people talk about it at all, Erebus, or is it the, the anniversary comes round and oh, it's just man. kind of awkward? It's really awkward. I think a lot of people don't even realise what's actually happened. Um, And, (laughs) yeah, you know, things have been brushed under the carpet and it's convenient to forget about it, you know. So um, I think within my family, because there's there's not many of us left now, you know, uh, there's not many people to talk about it with. You know, my mother, she flattered with Auntie Mari and knew her really well, so... I've gotten so much information from her about how it actually was. And I'm grateful for that because, you know, my dad is the last one of the siblings left and he's not stable. So to get anything out of him changes every time. Um, and he's still so hurt. He dismisses his, you know, his baby sister. He, they loved each other, you know. They were thick as thieves. Mm. So he just, yeah, he 
he carries it a lot. So for you, is it a sense of holding on to strands of a memory and almost well, trying yeah. to gather them in? I mean, for a while there, it was just this kind of like a knowledge, oh, this is the fabric of my family, you know. My clancies were amazing and witty and, and bananas, completely nuts, but wonderful and would fill the room, you know, so charismatic. And yet there's this huge, this tearing grief down in, in the middle of everything because of Erebus. And then, you know, I, uh, yeah, it's kind of a, it's a dichotomy. I don't know. <laughs> so Miriam, I know that you're a singer-songwriter and oh, um, yeah. based in New York. All right. And, uh, but uh, not so long ago you shared well, a private email was forwarded to me from Reverend Richard War, who yeah. I spoke to on an earlier yes. episode of the podcast. Good man, the old Rev. He's amazing, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He is great. <laughs> and he shared with me this song, this Waiata that you wrote mm-hmm. called Ex Erebus. Ex Erebus. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I actually started writing this about a year and a half ago, kind of once things have been kind of really sitting on my heart and thinking a lot about roll-off and the impact of how um, how the people left behind, how it felt for us and how it felt for him, you know, um, losing his wife. And, and yeah, I, I kind of got the sense that, you know, to call, you know, the, the name of the mountain is Erebus, which is the god of chaos. I'm like, that is so dark and so... You know, of, of of course, of course it would be called God of Chaos, you know. That's where everybody died, um, you know, and I just don't want to leave it like that. I don't want to leave it like that. I don't want to imagine that the God of t- Chaos took away all our whānau. I don't want that, you know, and I think, well, what would be the, you know, what would be a, a great way to, to kind of revision this? And I thought, well, I don't I don't want to call it Erebus anymore. anymore. I want to call it Mountain of Hope, you know, because that's where that's where I would like them to be forever remembered upon, you know, the place where our tears meet the snow and, you know, broken wings, they don't own you. Yeah, I just, I yeah, I just refuse to acknowledge that that is the name of the mountain. <laughs> I mean, of course, we're going to call it that, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not, not dealing with that god of chaos. That I'm not having that. That's not cool. <laughs> yeah. So I know that you've um, released music and albums and, and you recently put out an album, but this song you haven't released yet, have you? No, this is just a demo. I believe you either have played it or are about to play it, but it is just a demo and um, I've been working on it. I think we might might do something with it, um, just depending. I mean, it's obviously quite different to what I normally do and um, and I want to keep it as poignant as it needs to be. And it is kind of like a gift for the families, the people left behind, a reminder, a little memorial. And I do think that music can do that so much, you know, can be such a good thing uh, and reach people where they don't normally like to be reached. Um, It's just, you know, that's what I do and I was able to do. Hey, well, let's listen to it now. Ex Erebus by Miriam Clancy. Send a cry to the air Up from out There was someone I know In the deluge and smoke On the mountain 
That is so beautiful. I don't know yeah. if it's awkward for you sitting there having to listen to your own music, but that is just, <laughs> and I know you said it, it's um, it's just a demo. It's just a demo, <laughs> but it's pretty good, just yeah. a demo. It's so beautiful, Thanks. and it Thank sort of you. evokes that whole, like you just start seeing the mountain. and um, Yeah, yeah, you do, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's good listening to it, actually, because, you know, I'm, I'm saying, and I speak to the night, you know, the broken wings, they don't own you. It's just like, you know, I think our words do have power and the narrative that we tell ourselves and also the greater public, you know, it really does have an impact. And, you know, I do think that there's been some stuff swept under the carpet and, you know, and this could be a transformative 
you know, thing that would come out of this. I mean, of course we can't get our people back, but, you know, how we move on and heal can be helped greatly by certain things. Thanks for listening to this episode of Erebus Engraved on Our Hearts. I'm Lizzie Oakes. Thanks to Scott Gillen, my audio engineer, and to Rima Media for their support. In the next episode, I'll be speaking with Dan Maloney, who lost his wonderful father, Nick Maloney, who was the flight engineer. To subscribe, go to Erebus Engraved on Our Hearts on iTunes, Spotify, or erebusengravedonourhearts.com.